episode one of Live Truth Podcast. I am your host, Katrika. I am so ecstatic and still can't believe this day is here. Thank you so much for tuning in. In this episode, I'll give some shout outs, some thank yous, give an introduction, the why for Live Truth, share my testimony, and share some amazing news with you guys. So first, I'd like to thank God for the opportunity to glorify Him um, in doing what I love, which comes from Him anyway. <laughs> which is discipling women. Also, not that I'm surprised, but just for providing all the provision that was needed exceedingly abundantly um, to make Live Truth happen. I'd also like to give a shout out and thank my pastor, Alex Sands, for being, Sands, for being a great example of a humble leader with a servant's heart, also for his faithful exposition of God's word and encouragement throughout the years. Um, I'd like to shout out and thank podcast coach, founder of the Bar Podcast and host of Bar Podcast, which stands for Biblical and Reformed, Dwayne Atkinson, for sharing his time with me and answering all of my many questions. (laughs) Also, Nicholas Ruffin, host of Vantage Point Podcast, who has been like my right hand throughout um, this process, he's helped with all of my tech questions, helped me pro- with producing, just so much, just too 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 much to name. Um, so I thank you guys. Uh, also, check them out, check their podcast out, Bar the Bar Podcast and um, Vantage Point Podcast. Um, also, I like to thank Christian Podcasters Association for having such a wonderful ministry. Their platform with. The, all the many brothers and sisters that are a part that chime in anytime I have questions and share their wisdom and experiences with me. And last but not least, I would like to thank all of my wonderful sisters in the Lord who have prayed, encouraged me, rebuked me when needed, giving counsel throughout my walk with the Lord. Um, it's too many of y'all to name and I don't want to leave anyone out. So just know I love and appreciate you all for every part you have played. So glory to God for it all. Um, so again, for those who may not know me, my name is Katrika Means. I am a native of Greenville, South Carolina. Just celebrated seven years being born again on March 30th. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Hallelujah. Which is the best thing that has ever and will ever happen to me, being able to have an intimate relationship with Jesus and just knowing I'll be able to reign with him forever. Um, I'm a single mom of four children three sons and one daughter. Their ages are 23, 22, 16, and 14. My daughter is the 16-year-old, and I'm positive you'll hear about them in some episodes to come. (laughs) Um, I love discipleship and seeing others grow in their love for the Lord and in truth. And so moving on to my why for live truth, um, the first, which of course is in all things for God to be glorified. Um, by God's grace to see others come into the knowledge of truth and to walk in it and to also help others come out of the same deception I once walked in, um, which is religion and no relationship, profession of Christ while having no fruit. And I'll get into that um, more in my testimony, which is next. So I'll begin that. Um, I grew up in church, was baptized twice at the age of 11, and then again around age 27, Um, I continued to attend church throughout my life as I did. I um, always went and when I went, I said the sinner's prayer every time. It was was just a part of my life. I thought that's what I needed to do every time I went. Um, And so later I, you know, understood that 
we're called to repent and believe. It's not a prayer per se that saves us. Um, so my understanding of the gospel was that Jesus died for my sins and took care of it all and that I could just live any kind of way. You know, I had no desire for holiness, to know him in his word, or to even read his word, to see others saved, nor was I bearing fruit. Um, in fact, my life was entrenched in sin, y'all. You know, in ignorance and bondage, you know, from pride, fornication, you know, drug and alcohol addiction, porn, rage. I was in and out of jail. I practiced homosexuality. Um, I had PTSD, anxiety. I ran from parenting, you know, due to the lack of not even knowing how to communicate with my children. I struggled with depression, rejection. You know, I was without purpose. I had no hope. And that's just to name a few um, and just what my life looked like without Jesus. Um, my life could be could have been characterized at that time, you know, um, by the parable of the sower in Matthew 13. Um, if you don't know it, I encourage you to go read it. But verse 19 states, when anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what has been sown in his heart. So there is an example of me, you know, not understanding what the gospel meant. Then in verse 32, I mean, sorry, I'm sorry, y'all, 22, um, there were seeds sown among thorns in my life. So when I heard the word those times, the world and the deceitfulness of riches choked the word and proved it to be unfruitful. So in other words, when things were quote unquote, all good again, finances, you know, and that false sense of peace came back, came that false sense of, when I had that false sense of peace again, you know, I went back to my old ways. So, um, now had Christ chosen me before the foundation of the world? Yes, he had. You know, however, as his word also states, those that are mine don't continue in sin, which I did. And those who love me obey my commands, which I wasn't, you know, and that's the thing. You could have told me I did not truly love the Lord because in my heart, I felt as if I did. Um, what I had done was made a God in my own image. My life nor my feelings, you know, did not align with what God's word says. You know, no matter how strong my feelings were, my feelings have to align with God's word because truth trumps feelings. Um, and so there had finally came a point in my life when I felt like there had to be more. You know, I was just tired of living how I was living, the cycles, the sin, the consequences from the sins. I was just tired of it all. You know, I truly wanted to be good at this point. And things just felt different this time. Um, now I know it was God and his sovereignty drawing me to himself. But being the fact that I thought I was saved, I didn't know where where to begin. So I met with a friend and the plan was for, you know, her to tell me ways I could improve and vice versa. Well, that didn't wind up happening that day. Instead, you know, she introduced me to a pastor that I started listening to. Um, shortly after I started listening to him, he um, he had he stated, if you wanted to draw closer to the Lord, worship at least an hour a day whether it be actually worshiping, singing a song to the Lord, you know, listening to sermons, praying and reading your Bible. Um, at, at this time, I was intimidated by the Bible because I didn't understand it. So, y'all, I started tandem sermons up. <laughs> but after a couple months, the Lord led me to get a Bible, which had a um, like a get your feet wet section in it that took you through different passages in the Bible that told the gospel narrative. And y'all, 
I remember getting to Jesus's crucifixion and I was no longer blind, but God in his grace gave me eyes to see the gloriousness of the gospel, that it was my sin that nailed Jesus to that cross. And I just remember crying out to the Lord, asking him for forgiveness, just expressing how sorry I was for sinning against him and thanking him for taking my place on that bloody cross. You know, I was just so broken and hurt by the fact that, you know, it was my sin, you know, and his love for me. And now I know also God's glory that sent him there, you know, so now, you know, y'all, that's what I call love. That That's love. Someone without sin, you know, to come to die for sinners like you and me. You know, so at this point, my heart wasn't, my, at this point, my obedience was no longer about me trying to be good in order to follow rules or, you know, just to make my life better or just because of my selfish reasons of, you know, not wanting to continue to allow my life to spiral around in the same cycles and have the same effects of sin. You know, I wanted to be submissive out of the love that Jesus has for me, the love that sent him to the cross for me. You know, after that, um, I can say my journey with Jesus truly began, you know, shortly after I was able to take a discipleship course, you know, which taught me about having a relationship with Christ and what a life in Christ was all about. And now I can say my life can now be characterized by that last soil in verse 23 of Matthew chapter 13, which is, it states, as for what is sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case 100 fold, in another 60 and in another 30. God is sanctifying me day by day, causing me to be more like his son, you know, just giving me a desire to do his will, bear fruit. In Philippians 1, 6, it states, he will continue to get work in me that he has started. So y'all, to him be all the glory. And so now that I've shared my testimony with y'all, hopefully you'll, you have a better understanding of um, why I have a burden for those who may be deceived like I was, unsure if they're truly saved, and for those that may just be lacking understanding um, of their salvation. And so on to the amazing news I wanted to share with y'all, um, which is that news that changed my life forever that day on my bed. You know, God is holy and his standard is perfection. And in Genesis, God created Adam and Eve, who were perfect, without sin, able to have fellowship with God. Um, because they disobeyed God, they brought sin and condemnation upon the entire world, no longer being able to have fellowship and direct access to God. You know, so God instituted laws that we would know sin and to be obeyed. But then James 2.10 states, whoever keeps the law but fails in one point has become guilty of them all. You know, which at some point we have all broken God's law. Um, I know we've all broken pretty much the first commandment because God said that shall not have any God's lords before me. And we, we at some point have been our own God. We have lived life according to our own terms, woke up doing what we wanted to do. You know, at some point, I'm sure we've all lied or all coveted, you know, and again, because of that, if we have broken one commandment, that means we are guilty of them all. And the consequence for breaking God's law is God's wrath, eternal judgment, which is in hell. 
conscious torment burning forever without end, you know, and the requirement to appease God's wrath is a perfect human sacrifice, which he has provided in us in Jesus, who is also God in the flesh, was born of a virgin, lived a sinless life, died a gruesome death on that bloody cross that I spoke about, you know, by the ones he came to save. And then he rose three days later, conquering death, hell, and the grave. He ascended back to heaven where he is seated right now at the right hand of God, you know, preparing a place for those that are his. And y'all, this is a place where there's no sickness, no death, no sorrow, no pain, a place of glorious perfection. You know, like I stated, where we will reign with God forever. And so Jesus was our substitute again that he took our wrath upon himself, the wrath that we do deserve, you know, so now we can have forgiveness for our sins and be reconciled to God, have a relationship with the one that has created us, you know, so Acts 1730 states, the times of ignorance God overlooked, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent. We are to repent and place our faith in the finished work of Christ, you know, so this means we should have a godly sorrow being grieved over our sins and our offense toward a holy God and that Jesus has gone through and what Jesus has gone through on our behalf, which should cause us to turn away from our sinful lifestyles, forsaking all for the sake of Christ. We are now laying down our lives for a new life in Christ. And when we place our faith in the finished work of Christ, we're not trying to gain favor with God because at this point, when Christ is Lord, we are clothed in his righteousness, justified as if we never sinned. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9 states, For by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not your own doing. It is a gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. So y'all, today is the day for salvation. No man knows the day or the hour. I plead with you to come to Christ and be reconciled to God. Repent and believe in him today. Um, I've never known anyone to regret salvation, no matter how hard things may get. If you have made the choice today, please contact me. I would love to um, rejoice with you and walk alongside your journey. I have um, included the my contact um, information in the description. As I wrap things up, I'll summarize for those who may not have listened to the trailer what to expect and go a little bit more in depth um, in that regard. So an episode will drop every fourth, thir fourth Thursday, bonus episodes where I will bring some guests to discuss current cultural events and how we can have a biblical worldview regarding them um, will be just randomly, no specific day. That's why it's a bonus. <laughs> we'll also have our kick episodes. This acronym stands for keep it in context. And how we'll do that is by kicking out wrong interpretation. And so what that'll look like is we'll take a passage of scripture that's commonly taken out of context and place it back in its original or proper context. This will These episodes will drop between the fourth Thursday episodes and there are no set days on them um on those they'll just drop randomly um and I do want to make this clear y'all live truth is a supplement not a substitute for your local church we do need to be connected to a local body of believers and have someone shepherding us if you don't have a local church please contact me and we'll pray and try to get you guys connected um I have created sisters living in truth which is a 
private uh, Facebook group where women who are serious about following Christ can come together, learn and grow um, from one another, dialogue about the episodes, ask questions, give feedback, pray for one another, provide accountability. Um, I'll provide some resources, which some are already in the group, and meet new sisters in Christ, prayerfully, locally, and eventually um, from other nations. Uh, like I've stated before, I encourage feedback. If there's anything um, or something that you don't understand or agree with, please let me know. Um, I don't have all the answers. However, we can seek Holy Spirit and the script, search the scriptures together for what we don't know. Um, and then some things we just won't know because Deuteronomy 29 states the secret things belong to the Lord. And that's okay. We're not omniscient like the Lord. It actually should bring us comfort in knowing that we don't have to know it all. Um, we can trust in his word by faith. So praise the Lord in that. So um, I'd love to hear what's on your heart and suggestions for topics you would like for me to discuss. So please feel free to contact me at info.livetruth at gmail.com. I'm on Facebook under Katrika Means. My IG handle is A Divine Purpose and Twitter is Katrika Means. Again, all of this should be in the description for you guys. I'm looking forward to joining you for episode number two. In that episode, we will discuss who and what is truth, how we can trust truth, how to live truth. Um, and so that's what we can expect in that episode. And I just want to thank you again so much for tuning in and sharing your time with me. I pray you guys were blessed. And if you were, please share the episode with your friends, your family, and rate it five stars for me. This helps with the algorithms um, algorithms, and makes Live Truth a more noticeable platform. Because y'all, we want to flood the nations with the truth of the gospel. Um, so thanks again for tuning in, praying God has been glorified. I love you, grace and peace until next time.